This is Raymond Rowe, and you're listening to WNS. Broadcasting from Beaumont, Texas, it's the Wrestling News Source Podcast with Daniel Heron and Tyler Hebert. A couple of wrestling fans with a drink in hand and a lot to say. This podcast may contain adult language and may not be suitable for young listeners, so listener discretion is advised. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Hebert. That's right. What's up, everyone? I'm Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abair. And we welcome you to episode 466 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, BeyondPod, Player.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and oh, many, many, many more. Many, many more. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. <laughs> you can also follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, WNS underscore Daniel. Or Daniel under, yeah, WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler, Tyler underscore A-Bear. You can follow him on Instagram, A-Bear underscore mode. You can follow me on the TikTok at Daniel Heron. So welcome to the show. Got lots to talk about. We're going to dive into All Out, AEW's pay-per-view, Monday Night Raw, little NXT. Maybe not a lot of NXT, but some NXT. Uh, AEW, some hot topics as well, and who knows where the night's going to go. But uh, before we get into We're the, going all to that, your house. Yeah. TNA, NXT, WWE, and your house. Before we get into all of that, Tyler, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Hanging in there? I am hanging in there. You excited? I am, ex- I am excited. I'm trying to sell. 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 Into, not tomorrow, mm-hmm. not that Friday, but the next Friday. Yes. Smooth sailing. Smooth sailing into our trip. Yes. For those unfamiliar, we are we have been planning a trip for damn near a year now. Yeah. It was supposed to go in April, but COVID and other stuff. So we postponed yeah. to September, and we have arrived somehow, miraculously, we have arrived to just eight days away. Oh, yeah. For sure. By the time this episode gets released, depending on when Ben uploads it. God. Because get this. So last week, we uh, we recorded our predictions for All Out. Yeah. Ben uploaded the show Sunday. Aw. Which did us absolutely no good. Uh-huh. <laughs> we recorded on Thursday, got uploaded on a Sunday. So Damn. thank you, Ben. Appreciate Damn. it. Makes me feel... Makes me feel oh so important. <laughs> Taking back Sunday. <laughs> that's right. But that's okay. So so supposedly if we get uploaded at our normal time, we will be one week away from leaving <laughs> for Disney. Yeah. And that's all that matters. Because I'm ready to go. Ret to go. I'm gonna sell into your dumb redneck ass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the worst of Scott Steiner. Yeah. Sorry. Hey, where's uh, the gym? Yeah, man, it's just it's just right up the road. I mean, you can't go down this road because it's one way, one but, way, but yeah. you know, it's I'm going down this going. one way. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. So put your best face on. No, we're everybody. excited. Um, long time coming. Yes. Um, uh. <laughs> I'm I'm still in a blah mood. I'm just ready to get there. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. Me too. Like ready to. Just eat good food, get away for a while. Hang out with friends, ride some awesome rides, just have a good time. Mm-hmm. Drink some dranky drinks. Dranky drinks, yeah, and have some snacky snacks. Should be Gonna good. buy you a drink. There you go. 
You can buy me all the drinks you want. Just don't get me drunk. Okay. I'm not. I'm we can just blame it on the uh, 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 well, alcohol. I don't, I don't want. Okay. Backstory Uh-oh. for for those who don't know me too well. You know, throughout the nearly ten years of doing this podcast, I think some of our listeners have gotten to know us a little bit. Those who don't know, I'm not the biggest drinker. So much so that in my life, I've never been drunk. Hmm. Like, I've been, like, tipsy, a little buzzed or something, but I've never been drunk. And my wife wants to see me drunk. And I'm like, I don't know. I know there's some people who get drunk that can remember everything. Yeah. And there's some people who don't remember shit. Well, that's, like, blackout drunk. That's shwasted. But there's a point where, like, I've never been like that. I've been to a point where I've drank so much that I've started feeling nauseous. Yeah. But I haven't, like, blacked out. I remembered everything. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know when you get to that point. I guess it just depends on each person. My wife just wants to see what I would be like if I were drunk. I think I would just be, like, calm. Yeah. Like, I would be a little, a little mellow. Because whenever I, like, because when was it? One of the last parties that we I think it was, like, for your birthday when I made that pineapple punch i had like three glasses of that some crowning shit too. yeah yeah it was yeah it was that's why i made it oh. uh, and uh some crown and coke yeah. like i think i drank more than anybody else at the party um and you know never really got out of control or anything but whatever so anyways not i'm not planning to get drunk at disney no i'd, I'd rather not and, show yeah. up no magic kingdom hungover or whatever and i I told you this last time uh, um so with the dining plan well we don't have the dining plan now because they did away with it in the covid but that sucks but the last time with the dining plan um you would get one free um alcoholic drink so sometimes (laughs) there's that lunch i'm like eating i'm like give me give me a drink and it it didn't work so well because it was hot outside Mm -hmm. and i'm not a person to drink while i'm eating I've just never been that way. I mean, if I'm going to yeah. drink, I'm going to drink for a while, then eat later, or <laughs> a little bit later, or eat first, then drink. I can't like I'll do have at the same time. I'll have a drink like <clears throat> before my meal, and then yeah. when my meal comes, I'm like, just give me a water. Yeah, you know, something like that. But I can't wash down food with an alcoholic mm-hmm. drink. It doesn't doesn't work for me. Well, it depends on what you're getting. So like, if you have, I you guess know. it also depends on the person too, because everything yeah. I tried, I'm like, it it's kind of like if you're a wine drinker, you know. Red meat goes with red wine, and you know chicken goes know. with white wine. And I wouldn't know that. And the same thing people say about beer. People do beer and crawfish. I can't drink beer or beer and and grilling. I or, just can't. Or whatever. People will give me stuff, and they're like, "Here, you can't even taste the beer." I'm like, "That's not, all I'm gonna taste." Beer is nasty to me. Most mm-hmm. beers, oh, most beers, all the beers I've tasted has been nasty. I've, I've tried. tried a, I've tried a few, and it's just not for me. It's not my thing. It's just that bitterness. I'm a, either a mixed drink uh, person or a whiskey person. Yeah. That's just me. Mm-hmm. If it's not sweet, then it's I'm probably not, not for I'm you. not a wine person either. I can't. I'm not. Uh, I'm not a big fan. I'm not of wine. super big on champagne, but there was this one champagne this one time. A little uh, bit of the bubbly. Oh no, that wasn't that great either. <laughs> um, That's a sparkling wine. You can't call it champagne. Oh my god! But there's there is one difference. champagne I had that was good. I I don't. I couldn't tell you which one it was, but yeah. But no. Um, we may bring something up there because the park's going to close early. Yeah. And we're going to be, we'll, we'll probably some nights or a night, I don't know, go to uh, downtown Disney yeah. for sure. But there's going to be times where we're not going to be doing too much, I we guess. We can go to that shopping store with character, all the, like, the... Character out, no. I forgot what it's called. 
whatever it is that has all the pins. like well the pins Disca- the- sorry discount items yes from like the year before and from like the hotels and stuff Ooh. see what all kind of stuff they can have oh my god we're just gonna have to like rent a u-haul and just give me all the stuff hitch it to the back of the car god so welcome to our wrestling program where yeah we, we talk about everything talk about disney <laughs> if you can't tell, we're a little bit excited. We're a Disney podcast. And we talk about wrestling. That's no. right. We're switching it up. Yeah. Rebranding. Yeah. Um, but no, I promise we'll get into wrestling. But we're just excited for our trip. And we're yeah. probably going to be even more excited for our trip next week because it'll be, we'll be leaving the next day. Yep. So it should be fun. Uh, so all out, we got together and uh, we watched <laughs> some of this. Uh, yeah. Didn't get to watch all of it. There was a, a crying baby. Crying baby. Yeah, little yeah. baby grace terrible twos she's in the terrible twos and gosh like because i i know i watched some stuff but i fully missed like page and omega versus ftr yeah for sure and then like the first few matches were just like not great yeah um, it seemed it seemed the first half was a little a little weak um there was a lot of miscommunication what was that f- i noticed yeah what was the first pre-match or pre whatever pre paper uh, i forgot what it i was. didn't even type up the pre-show yeah but, but the the first match was taped yeah because it was Britt baker it was, uh, a, versus it was a cinematic Swole. one i didn't like it at wasn't, all wasn't wasn't good yeah. It wasn't was, completely crap, but it wasn't great. I mean, you may be on the crap side, huh? Yeah. I'm going crap. Yeah. I think they, you know, I don't know if Britt Baker was ready to return to the ring or not. And so they were like, okay, well, we need to put an end to this feud and we need to do it quick. Uh, so let's just do like a cinematic thing. Uh, this wasn't very good. Like the jokes didn't land. The action was very weird. Mm-hmm. I'll just say that. Um, just wasn't wasn't for me. There are some people who might have enjoyed it, um, but I did not. Yeah. Um, but Big Swole did get the victory, like she should have. Yeah. Um, I think it, I think if this feud continues, we'll get a traditional one on one matchup, and Britt Baker will get the win. Um, but yeah, you just never know. Yeah. But all in all, I'm glad they went with Big Swole to get the victory. Uh, the next match we got to see Young Bucks going up against Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. Yeah, I missed. Like, oh, I watched it, then I was out of We it. were in the room, but our focus was on a baby. Yeah. <laughs> God. But that's okay. Um, the Young Bucks ended up getting the victory. It's a pretty good matchup. Fine. I don't know if it was, like, pay-per-view worthy, but, I mean, for what it was, it was a good match. Um, Young Bucks ended up getting the victory. The 21-man Casino Battle Royal. Okay, so this one was crazy as it is because there's some spots that scared me, but yes. I, ultimately I liked it. Yeah. I, not the spots that scared me, but I liked it <laughs> all in general. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was fun. Uh, it wasn't. I mean, it was awesome to see Matt Seidel. Yes, it was the 21st entrant. What what I'm interested if he signed a. Uh, with him or he's doing a few dates because he's doing that pure uh thing for ROH that that uh contest or that pure Oh really? Yeah. So I don't know hmm. how that works out. Um So he messed up when he's doing shooting star press. Man, that was scary. That was we thought we had seen the scariest part of the pay-per-view in that 21 man battle royal. It wasn't. It wasn't, but at the time 
man, yeah. my heart like stopped when he went to go for the shooting star press off the top rope and his foot slipped. Yeah. Um, like that was like terrifying because I thought we almost saw someone die. Yeah. He, and I went back and watched the the replay of it a few times. They did like one in slow motion, and you can see he puts his arm out to catch the rope. If he doesn't do that, if he doesn't catch that rope, there's no telling what would have happened to him. That could have been a broken neck easily. Wow. So, God, I mean, that could have been that could have been horrendous. I saw that on social media. I don't know which platform, but because uh, the website put it on there, they were saying that he goes, he said that yeah, my third eye is opening. I think I need to find a new finisher. <laughs> yeah, but it was bad because like he was getting up. Like, he made his entrance and all that. He was getting ready to do the shooting star press. And I almost said, oh, he's got the most beautiful shooting star press. <laughs> yes. And then he went and Because he slipped. does. He does. It is. It's gorgeous. And I love it so much. And then, you know, I mean, that's... Well, that's one of those things where it's in the middle of a... It's at the middle of a match. A whole bunch of, like, sweaty dudes have been hitting that corner. Yeah. It's humid as hell in Jacksonville. So all those dudes have been sweating and leaning up up against the corner. So he gets up there and his foot just slips. You know, it, I, uh, I doubt it was anything of his issue. Like you know, it, it wasn't his fault. Yeah. You know, technically it's not anyone's fault. You know, you yeah. can't you can't accidents happen. Yeah. This is part of the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fortunately, know, he was able to. Yeah, he be recovered okay. from it. Um, a lot of action, a lot of other stuff that scared me because you still had a feud between Brian Cage and um, uh, Darby Allen. Mm-hmm. And there's Ricky Starks there, too. They put Darby <laughs> Allen in a, a body bag. Filled with thumbtacks. And that scared me because they fucking picked him up, threw him over the rope. We don't know if he hit the stairs. We don't even know how he fucking landed yeah. in that body bag. So I'm like, and you have this big man, Brian Cage, just fucking chunking him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, no, guys, come on. Come yeah. on. I know he's up for everything, but you don't know how he fucking landed. <laughs> and plus, there's tacks in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, god damn, guys. And then after and then that, all the thumbtacks left in the ring. Yeah, everyone's slamming each other oh. and stuff on the tacks. Like, who's that that independent dude they got in there? Will something Dob? No, Hobbs. Hobbs. Yeah. Like he like fucking slammed someone hard in the tacks. I'm like, I don't think you were. I don't think they were yeah. trying to do that, and they fucking did it. I mean, like, it was just like all of a sudden a quarter of the ring is unusable because oh it has God. all those ring. All yeah, those and I saw Eddie Kingston, and when he fell, he like it hit yeah. his hand because he was shaking his hand and mm-hmm. stuff, and those motherfuckers hitting tacks, and I'm like. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay, okay. Not pleasant. No, no, not for sure. But <laughs> the, I think ultimately I was happy because the person who I wanted to win did. And yeah. actually another person came close. I was it, pretty it happy, It came down too. to the final two. We both wanted the to see two. Eddie Kingston or uh, or Lance Archer. They were both fighting. I was like, oh, that's fucking awesome that they pulled <laughs> that trigger. Even if they weren't going to give it Eddie Kingston, they had Eddie Kingston fucking fighting Archer? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. That was pretty cool. I'm glad they went. I'm glad they went with who they went with. I'm glad that Lance Archer got the victory. Yeah. Um, well, at the end, when they were trying to knock each other, there was a little um, weirdness when they were both on the outside about mm-hmm. to knock each other out because I think wasn't Butcher Blade was there and then also Jake yeah. the Snake and it looked like there's maybe a miscommunication. I don't know. Something was weird at the end. I, I remember. Well, Jake kept trying to like put a snake on someone. Yeah, but he didn't have it out of the bag and it was just weird. But, Snake um, his dick. Eddie Kingston has like no, formed up the Lucha Bros and the Butcher and the Blade, so it's like a five man faction. And it proves more that he's he's 
not just the the mouthpiece. He does wrestle mm-hmm. too. So yes, which is good. Yeah. But uh, Lance Archer did end up getting the victory. So who will face John Moxley at some point in time? And I hope I, I feel like he's going to take the bell off Moxley. If he doesn't, I'm going to be kind of shocked. Yeah, I'm kind of with you because I don't. I don't think they would. Uh, this is a spoiler, folks, because we haven't gone to this part yet. I wouldn't or think you can they jump would. Ahead if you need to, I don't think he would beat Archer and keep it in the belt, and maybe down the line fight Miro. I don't think so. Mm-mm. I don't think so. Um, a lot of people are like, oh, well, Moxley should save the belt for Miro. No, 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 no. Archer's the right guy. You've been putting him on a slow burner. For a long fucking time. Now they just now cranked is, it up. They cranked it all the way up, and this is his time for him to win the belt and just fucking dominate fools. Yeah. So, hell yeah. I, I really hope, and this is not to knock on John Moxley, but I really hope that Lance Archer does get the win, become the AEW champion. What needs to happen? I feel like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to knock the table. Um, How dare you, sir? He wins, and they, they'll have, like, another program. Like, I need a rematch, and that can take up some time, too. Yeah. Because... As I keep saying every fucking week, uh, I'm not used to AEW with the slow booking. They're good at doing the slow booking. <laughs> yes. Oh, they're doing a, they're doing a phenomenal job with some stories. Yeah. Not all, but not some. all, not all. I mean the the story that they've been telling with Hangman Adam Page over the course of like the last year, it's been great. Oh yeah. There's been so much character development, so many turns, and where are they going to go next? And you know what are they going to do? Like they've done a really good job. And like you said, you know. Lance Archer has been on a slow burn. He's kind of been very in the, much he's, so. He's been in the background a little slow bit. Slow burn as much as I thought. They just gave up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah, how, that's why I thought. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, here they come, and they just toss the the gas can right into the fire. That made my heart happy because yeah. I feel like they didn't give up on him. Yeah, and you know, they could have gone with uh, with Eddie, and it would have been fine because Moxley wants to face him at some. He point. He does. He does. So, you know. Either way, we came out with who we wanted to win. Also, on a side note, I don't know if it'll eventually happen in uh, Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Uh, Jericho podcast. And Eddie is a straight shooter. Yeah. He wants to be a big star in AEW. Good. And I, and maybe not now with Lance, I don't know, but I want Eddie to become the main champion. Mm-hmm. I think he deserves it. There's a, see, and that's what's so crazy about the world of wrestling right now is that there's so many talented people out there that you want to see champion, but there's only one belt. Yeah, you can't. There's only one Universal or one WWE or one AEW belt. So, like, there can only be one top guy at a time. And it's like, no, but I want to see. It's like a chess Mm -hmm. thing. You've got to put people in different spots at different times. Yeah. And stuff like that. (laughs) But see, the good thing that AEW is doing is they know how much time they have before their next pay-per-view, which is months down the road. Yeah, yeah. Like, their next pay-per-view is going to ha- not happen until November. So, they have already backtracked, you know, their plans. They're like, okay, here's how we're going to get there. And that's that's what WWE used to do. Now it's just, all right, let's just make it to this See, next I pay-per-view. I don't ever remember WWE, WWE like that. Yeah, I mean, it used to be they only had four pay-per-views a year. Wow. It was Royal Rumble. That was before I started watching pay-per-views. Yeah. It was Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series. Those were the ones. And then they would add a couple in here and there, and now then every single month they would have one. You have what just fucking happened where you have one pay-per-view, and the next weekend after that you have The very next week. Who fucking does that? Yeah. 
No. Can you imagine people who don't have the network who are still paying full price for their pay-per-views having to pay for that? Like, that's 100 bucks gone in two weeks. And then you give them a shit show. <laughs> yeah. Well, mostly. Not all. Yeah. So, and I mean, also, I guess it depends what you like. So. With next to no build. You yeah. know, it's like, why would I shell out money for this? But, uh, you know, like, and I've been clamoring for years that WWE needs to cut back on their pay-per-views. You know, go back to, like, eight. You know, do, do one every six weeks or something. You know, that'd be fun. They're not. They're still doing the hot shot bookings and the quick booking. Yeah. It's just crazy. Like, the slow bookings were refreshing, but it also trips me up. Because mm-hmm. I'm like... I am used to WWE booking for so many years. I am not used to you yeah, at all. And also WWE, like, you know, and you've said this before, you know, we've all become accustomed to WWE style of booking as far as feuds. Everything turns around very quickly. Like after the third or fourth week, they're moving on to something else. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, like AEW was like, you know, they made mention of it during the Moxley, or not Moxley, but during the uh, Jericho and uh, Orange Cassidy match. They've been feuding for the past 14 weeks, and they've had three matches. Unheard of. It's it's insane. Yeah. It's like, wow, they're actually building a feud. You have WWE, you have an a old man who's a kid who, I'm tired of shit, let's just mm-hmm. swip it. Let's switch, swip it. Switch it. Swiffer it. Swiffer it. So, you don't have a little kid working in this company at AEW, so. Yeah. It's nuts. So, uh, I don't know. I just, I like the way that AEW is building their characters. Yeah, and, and it's not complete. I like most of it. I don't yeah. like com- completely, like, to be honest with you, like, Brian Cage does nothing for me. Yeah. Um, I their don't know what they're going to do. Their women's division is severely yeah. lacking right now. I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm going to come off you as a dick, dick when I say this. I don't necessarily want Zach. Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. And I don't even remember. I didn't even watch that. Like, when I finally watched that, mm-hmm. that pay-per-view match, when I turned around, he was out on the floor. So, I don't even know what he did in that match. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Uh, but to be honest with you, like, Miro's a, more of a bigger draw than Matt Cardona. And yeah. I, and I, I don't want to be an asshole. I know he's trying to bust his butt. He's trying no. to get an AEW. It's, but it's one of those things that, you know, for a very short time, Matt Cardona in his time in WWE as Zack Ryder, he did get a push. Yeah. But it was brief. Yeah. And then it never really got back to that point. No. At one point, Miro slash Rusev was on the verge of becoming like that big breakout star. I mean, he challenged John Cena to a match at WrestleMania, rolled out yeah. on a tank, you know. I'm not trying to also say I'm not trying to be a dick. How many times am I going to say that? Uh, I don't know. How many times I'm are like, you trying to be a dick? Uh just, just go to Impact. Yeah. Cardona, just go to Impact. Well, like, yeah. it is what it is, and maybe he'll get a contract. That's what he's hoping for. But, like, Cardona's not doing nothing for me. Yeah. And, like, don't get me wrong. I like his podcast. I like the, the action figure stuff. I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't proven to me that he's not Zack Ryder. Yeah. Because he is Zack Ryder. Yeah. And that's that's probably the pain of working for a company that wants a particular style and you've been there for 15 years. Miro is going to be that one. Hopefully he can get out because Miro was made in WWE. Yeah. He didn't do other stuff before. Right. So I'm hoping that'll be good. Yeah. Uh, And that's, and that's the thing. Like you, like 
for the radio station that I worked for, I was there for pretty much 11 years. And so the way that you talk, the way that you intro and outro songs, you know, it's kind of just built into your mind. But if you go to a different company and they're like, oh, you know, we do we do those differently. Yeah. You know, the way you sign in and sign off and the way you talk, you know, we want it to be different. It, it takes a little while to get out of there. Like, because I, I switched from a pop station to a hip hop station to a country station. And those are obviously three different worlds. Yeah. And, you know, you have to... And maybe also it depends on the person, too. Yeah. Because uh, I, I'm not trying to, I guess, compare apples to apples, but, like, um, I feel like uh, Gallows and Anderson, mm-hmm. a little more freer in impact, their moves are a little different, but they're also, their promos are way different than WWE, too. Well, you also have to think, they had time to solidify their craft in, in Japan. Japan. Yeah, yeah. So they were true. there They were that's there for true. a few years and Ryder had to do and different Miro styles. didn't have Yeah, them. they're homegrown WWE yeah. guys. That's true. I for, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're so, right, you're right. you know, it, t- it takes a little bit of time for them to get out of there. And that's what, and we I think we talked about it on the, on the show, that I hoped to see what Cardona was capable of outside of WWE, but he was still so in to his character to what it would do and what he would do in the match that he didn't really break out anything new. Even FTR that was made in WWE Mm -hmm. stepped up their game a little bit because they were doing moves they haven't done that was in WWE. They're still, I'm going to beat you up, Mm -hmm. just fist, but motherfuckers doing super kicks and yeah. they they did like a uh was it not elbow or something off the top rope where they smash your arm i forgot whatever they're doing other things too and i'm yeah. like okay they're well, switching it they're up they're switching a it bit. up it's it's what you've come to know and love from them yeah. plus a little more yeah cuz they weren't getting away from themselves they just add a few things which yeah. is switching it up yeah so hopefully miro will be capable of uh adding some new things to his repertoire i hope so but we'll have to find out. Uh, the next matchup on All Out was the scariest one by far. Oh, Sammy Guevara, God. Matt Hardy in a broken rules match. The stipulation if so Matt stressful, Hardy, man. Yeah, the stipulation if Matt Hardy loses, then he must leave AEW forever. It didn't even take long. This is uh, about three minutes in. Yeah, so they're fighting backstage and what? They were on a uh, lift. Yeah. Then they... Did a spot was a suplex off of it that was, onto a table. It was similar to a spear, but it wasn't like a spear because it was obviously it wasn't not a spear. But you know, Sam McVara ran into Matt Hardy and they both tumbled off. And supposedly they had tested it with stunt with a stunt crew prior to, but you know, obviously it wasn't. Was it overshot? They overshot it. Matt's head hit the ground. Yeah. I mean, just thud, just a sickening thud. And I remember this because we were like, oh, my God, like, he's damn near dead, you know. Because you could see his face. It looked weird. Yeah. Lights are on. No one's home. You know, referees trying to to get a response out of him, Uh, you know, Aubrey. And then she throws up the axe and is like. Well, before that. Sammy was trying to pick him up. Yeah. And they were walking. And was like, and was, get away. Yeah, because he, he was like fumbling and you could tell mm-hmm. something was up. And then, yeah, she did the X. and Yeah. And so. <sighs> we uh, thought it was over. We went into the kitchen. Yeah. And uh, our wives were in 
the other room. They were, they were watching it from the living room, and it called out to us, "Hey, they're they're still fighting," <laughs> because oh, they God. stopped the match. Yeah, uh, you know, and uh, because <sighs> Matt Hardy tried a couple of times to stand up, and he just physically yeah, couldn't. He could not. And we were like, "Okay, well, that's the end of that match." You know, God damn it! When I found out they're still fighting, I was like, yeah. "What the fuck are they doing that?" Yeah, and I. <sighs> You know, it sparked a debate. A lot of people are on one side. A lot of people are on the other. Um, you know, I reached out and said, hey, you know, to a couple of my wrestling friends, what do you think about this? And uh, my buddy Kevin from Reality of Wrestling, he said they should have absolutely stopped that match. Um, you know, there's it's, – it's a debate because on one side it's, well, you have the stipulation. If he loses, then he's out of the business. There you have – they have it built into their minds that no matter what, you finish the match. You know, you, well, that's you, ingrained in you. Yeah. And, you know, he... It was almost like he was punch drunk. Similar to, like, a UFC fight when the guy gets knocked out and the ref goes to, like, wrap him up and the, and the UFC fighter is, like, trying to push the ref off. Yeah. You know? Like, he doesn't, he doesn't realize God. that's not the person I'm fighting. That's the referee. You know, and so Matt Hardy was in that situation where he was trying to get up and continue the fight, but he physically couldn't. Yeah. You know, and, and I so guess they called for the bell. You know, they called for a stop to the fight. And, you know, JR and them were trying to say, hey, well, look, accidents happen. You know, yeah. we're rolling this in no contest or whatever. And then, nope, they're going to continue this. And it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, Why? they shouldn't have done that. And then I guess they checked on real quick. I guess they panned off. And yeah, he went through a concussion protocol in like two minutes. I don't believe How do you that. do that? Um, then after that, I missed some spots. Then I see them climbing on another fucking structure. Mm-hmm. Like, Matt, you shouldn't even be climbing on that, even though Sammy was going to dive onto Basically, whatever. Basically, they just went straight to here's the finish of the match. Yeah, here's but what you we still had shouldn't be climbing on anything yeah. after that fall. That was just that was dangerous. I don't agree with that. You know, I can. And so this was his wife didn't agree with yeah, that. She was pretty pissed. And you know what sucks? And I, I felt bad for Matt, and I feel bad for Sammy. Yeah, Matt getting <sighs> fucking damaged from Sammy's feud. <laughs> yeah, because the chair, because this, mm-hmm. and I bet Sammy feels bad. You know, and yeah. I know shit happens, but twice in a feud. Yeah, I mean that is kind of. <laughs> I mean, you, is that ill like an omen, a bad omen? Uh, I don't know what you call. It. I know accidents happen. Accidents do happen. It is part of the business. <laughs> Even what Matt said, he's like, huh, I don't think our the we can do another feud or what did he say in this promo? Yeah, he was like, one of us is going to end up dead if, yeah. we, if we continue this feud. And you know, you don't want it. You don't want it to look bad for Sammy Guevara. No, because they're trying to make him go up and be a bigger yes. star. That's and, what this feud was all about: is to yeah. build Sammy as a star. You know. Yes, he was a little reckless with the chair. He grabbed the wrong one and very much so. In a panic, threw it and it caught Matt. It just that was one of those again where you know Hardy had his hands up and it didn't. I wonder if Rebby is not happy with Sammy. <laughs> Probably not. And don't then, you ever feud with that kid again? Well, and then they go and do this spot, which you know I'm I'm looking at it as even if they had hit that table dead center. They're still landing on concrete. So, so unless they, they had like a safety done. mat underneath it, they shouldn't have been doing this spot to begin yeah, with. Yeah, if you're going to do it, do it with the table. It doesn't break. Or have that be, or <laughs> Sorry, have that be the stupid finish. Joke. I made a stupid joke. So. Yeah. But I mean like, or just 
have that spot be the final spot. You know, like you don't want him to fall on solid concrete from no. 15 feet in the air. How old is Matt? 46. 40 something. 45. Yeah. Let me look it up. To the internet he goes. To the internet. But it's one of those where, you know, they did this so early in the match. It's <laughs> yeah. like, very beginning. Good Lord, how. What ha- what else did they have planned for this 45. match? 45 years old. So what else did they have planned for this match aside from the finish? So if that was at the beginning, they Where just had they to be gone? crazier than that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They both agreed to it then. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like that Either that should have been the end of the match or they should have stopped it after Hardy bumped his head. I don't, I don't want to be that guy... But I'm like, some of these crazy-ass moves that I enjoy, mm-hmm. I need to think about them now. It's like... Well, and that's and that's part of evolving as a human, I suppose. Uh, like, yeah. what you liked as a teenager, you don't necessarily like oh. as, a, as an adult. Oh, yeah. Chair shots. I thought when they were younger, I was like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. And then Sean Spears does that to Cody, mm-hmm. what, less than a year ago. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. I can't believe he just did that. Yeah. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's also, we've learned about concussions, concussions yeah. and what can happen. Did we not learn anything from Christopher Nowinski? Or Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those, as as we age, we understand how it affects the wrestlers. Yeah. You know, and it goes back to the, the conversation that I was, that what we were having last week about heels and faces. It's like, I don't care if you're a good guy or a bad guy. I just want to be entertained. Yeah. Are you not entertained? I want to be entertained, but I also want the competitors to be safe. Like, I understand that it is a physical sport. It takes a toll on the body. I just want them to be able to do it for as long as possible. Yeah. Now, am I saying go out and, like, whiff on your punches every time? No. I want it to look a little realistic, but I don't want, you know, I don't want the wrestler's loved ones to be concerned. Yeah. You know, it's like... I've watched his. I've watched every single one of his matches, and I can tell you right now he's not okay. Yeah, you know I don't want that. I want them to be able to go backstage and be like, "Whew, that hurt," but you know, I'm good. I'm okay. Give me a day or two to to recoup. Yeah, but you know that's that's how I am now. Like all of Booker T's guys that we've gotten to know, I don't want to see them hurting. No, like I don't want to see them busted open hard way. No, like you know. Like, we don't really hang out with them or anything, but, like, those are my guys, you know? Yeah. Like, if they needed support, I'm going to support them. Oh, yeah, for sure. For but sure. it's like, I don't want to see them taking those bumps because I know that this, I know that the wrestling business is their life. Yeah. And they want to make a living off of it. They want to be able to do it for as long as possible. And that's all I want. I want them to be safe, but entertaining. Yeah. So, you know. So Matt Hardy does end up getting the victory. And. You know, they moved on. But after that, I think, like, the energy was kind of sucked out of the crowd because they never really fully recovered from that. I mean, the crowd was kind of just worn out. And from what I understand, it was ex- exceedingly humid uh, there in Jacksonville. So they were probably just worn out from that as well. Yeah. Having to wear a mask in the humidity. And Oh, I forgot to say it. Uh, one cheesy thing happened before all that shit happened. Matt so was cheap. trying to find... Sammy, and then he comes out in a golf cart, like, slowly, 
I will say I, I appreciated that. Why? Because that's exactly what happened to Sammy those two but times. slowly like that? Yes. And he goes, hoo, hoo, hoo. Well, that part, no. But, you know, all of a sudden the golf cart appears. Sammy would turn around. He sees it. And it's like, oh, shit. And then he would take off running. Yeah, Matt, so, Matt can't run that fast. No. <sighs> and then it's like, oh, let me crash into this pile of boxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then they went straight to the, the main bump. And it was like, good Lord. So... But Matt Hardy wins, so he's still in AEW. Um, Hikaru Shida versus Thunder Rosa for the uh, AEW Women's Championship. Mixed feelings about this match. Yeah. Like, some things were good, but it felt slow and, like, were they communicating? I don't know. They it had, felt weird. They had poor communication. Uh, I feel like Thunder Rosa I, was the star of the match. She had you hear a, ever Shida talk? Do you yeah. ever hear her talk? Yeah. Okay. It's not. She's not, like, the best... English speaker, but you know she can she can talk. Um, I feel that Thunder Rose's match with Serena D was much better than this match. I know people are praising this match, but I didn't see it. I saw the match, but I didn't see what other people saw. Like I saw a lot of miscommunication. A couple of times where they were standing dead center of the ring, looking at each other, like, "Oh shit, what do we do next?" Yeah, you know. Um, but all in all, it was. I mean, it was fine. It wasn't like a bad match. It was just. There were a lot of nos- noticeable yeah. miscommunications. And I thought their timing was I thought off. Thunder Rosa was going to win. Yeah, and that's kind of how it was. Like 80%, I guess it was like a shine match. Yeah. Uh, 80% of the match, Thunder Rosa was in control, and then you know Hikaru ended up getting the victory. Uh, Dark Order versus Scorpio Sky, Matt Cardona, QT Marshall, and Dustin Rhodes. <sighs> did you see what happened to Matt Cardona and what no. he did? So I don't know. Like all of a sudden, like he's out of the ring for a while. And this match happened while your daughter was uh, meltdown mode. No, oh no, that was during the uh, the next match. This was during the playing with the pillows. Oh, in, in the, the room. Room. She wanted yeah. to go in the room. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, we were building towards the the meltdown. <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh, Darker Order end up losing because. Uh, um, Colt Cabana got pinned, and Bro- Mr. Brody Lee was none too pleased with yeah, Colt Cabana. Yeah, which we talked about it, and I think it, it would be interesting because I don't think they did anything. Did they do anything with Colt this last episode? Yeah. Well, he came out on Dynamite, you mean? Uh, he came out after the match between uh, Brody and, and Dustin, and uh, Brody was like, what the hell are you doing here? Get out of here. And Evil Uno was like, hey, man, it's okay. I'll I'll talk to him and kind of like ushered him to the back. So mm-hmm. they're kind of... You know, Brody Lee's not still not pleased. He's still fuming with Colt Cabana, and uh, yeah, we did talk about this after the match of saying this is how they're going to get Colt Cabana to fully fully turn, turn and join the Dark Order because he was going to want to make it up to Mister Brody Lee. You know, and I'll do whatever it, do whatever it takes to get back in your good graces. Yeah, and because uh, I wouldn't think they would kick him out. He he has a shirt Colt Cabana Dark Order, and if they kick him out, that's too fast. <laughs> That's too fast, and I think... Then it becomes a collector's item. Yeah, but AEW doesn't do... If something doesn't work, they cut it off like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. They don't wait a certain amount of time. And then cut Like, they cut the legs off of it, and you don't see no more of it. Yeah. Like, but this is pretty decent. Mm-hmm. And I... Yeah, you're right. I think it's going to be... He's going to fully turn. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where we're leading up to. Because it, even in the match, you know, Colt Cabana came out and his ring gear was of the same color scheme 
of the Dark Order. So it's like, okay, yeah, I'm part of this group. Why not? You know, yeah. they got me T-shirts. They got me a couple of victories here and there and all that. So he's kind of like, oh, my God. And he even admitted in after the match was over, he was like, that's on me. Like, I messed up. I'm sorry. Uh, so I think that the way that they're going to book him is kind of like, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get Mr. Brody Lee get back, back on my side. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, so I hope I hope they turn. do do that. I hope they do it. Do 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 do. You hope he do do. Or like, what if, what if potty humor here on the WWE? Cody podcast. comes back and it's Brody Lee versus Cody, and Cody's winning. He's about to win, and Colt comes in and saves Brody or something yeah. like that. There you go. He maybe he, the the refs turn and Colt low blows Cody. Mm-hmm. Bionic elbow. And it's not C O L T anymore. C U L T. Colt Cabana. Join the Colt. Yeah. Join the Dark Order. <laughs> but uh, Dustin Rhodes ended up getting the victory on that, so they announced that on Dynamite, it would be Dustin Rhodes versus Mr. Brody Lee for the TNT That promo he cut was very genuine. Man. Uh, that Dustin. Was, that was fire. And he was very appreciative, and it, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. It was channeling his father on that one, yeah. for sure. Uh, the next matchup, we didn't really get to see a lot of it. Tried to. I planned... Originally planned to go back and rewatch it, but I just didn't. Uh, that would we be hit full meltdown mode. Yeah, baby, terrible baby grace. Uh, Adam Page, Kenny Omega going up against FTR for the AEW Championship Tag Team Championship. Um, something I noticed with uh, they're on the pictures for this week's episode. They're doing the kind of like a reverse shocker, like this. Oh, yeah, FTR version one, like. No, that yeah, version one's opposite. Huh? Matt Hardy is the shocker. Yeah. B1. So, oh, yeah. They, if they're doing three, is it because FTR and Tully? You think? I don't know. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I'll I'll show you a picture. Okay. Well, uh, the matchup itself, all of the ratings that I've seen have been very high. A lot of praise in this match. Uh, one comment that I saw about it was that they wish it would have been about. Five or ten minutes shorter, um, but other than that, the matchup was was great, and uh, FTR end up becoming the new AEW Tag Team Champions. And then after the match, it looked like Kenny Omega was getting ready to attack Adam Page, grabbed a little table and was getting ready to smack him over the head with it. Smack! But he didn't, and he stormed off backstage past the Young Bucks. Was like, "Come on, man, I'm leaving. Let's get out of here." And uh, we'll get in the car and we'll just go. Yeah. And uh, he ends up getting, uh, Kenny Omega gets in the car by himself and then drives off and the Young Bucks seem none too pleased as the Elite seem to be imploding. They pissed. They not happy. No. Uh, so FTR, your new tag team champs. After there was some question on whether or not they were going to sign with AEW, then they did and now they're champions. Yeah. How about that? They're totally on their side. Good stuff. Yeah, I still haven't seen Tully with Sean Spears in a while. Yeah. So after that, we got to see Orange Cassidy going up against Chris Jericho in the Mimosa Mayhem match. And they did. They took a while to, you know, tell the backstory of this match. They had a, like a backstage uh, moment with Kip Sabian and all that. And uh, you know, it was basically they were filling time so that they could get the tanks in position or yeah. whatever. But uh, man, uh, this is why I don't fully like gimmick matches like a money in the bank or a ladder match is fine um hmm, that's weird because uh, also on dynamite they were doing that and tully was doing that symbol too hmm. 
So I don't know. That's their new symbol, I guess. I don't know, I guess. Um, But this match, it was a gimmicky match designed with one purpose, and that was to embarrass Chris Jericho. I was a little disappointed. I was as well. To be honest with you, because before they even started a feud, I was like, oh, I can't wait for Orange Mm -hmm. Cassie and Chris Jericho. And they've done a good job so far. They have. But this one just lost a step for me. Well, and, and like I said, this was a gimmick match. But whenever he... And the focus was... Not to get a pinfall or submission, it yeah. was to throw the opponent in the mouth. Which, even though you could do pinfall or submission. Yes. But, like, when they put the trailer out for that, I was like, dude, this is going to be cool. <laughs> this sounds cool. This looks cool. Yeah. They put out a good trailer for it. It was a, it was sounded fine, but then the execution itself was kind of like, eh, yeah. all right. I so, kept on saying one, one motherfucker's going to slip and just fall into yeah. it. I mean, I'll give him credit for trying something different. Yeah. You know, this was this was one of Jericho's ideas, you know, yeah. and it proves that he's mortal. You yeah. know, it, he makes it, not, not all of the ideas that Chris Jericho comes out with are amazing. Crap. No. But it wasn't awesome. Yeah. It was okay. It was there. Uh, I think if this had been a traditional one-on-one match, it would have been fine. Yeah. But I get where they were going with it. It made sense. You know, the mimosa, it's orange juice and and champagne so yeah you know it makes sense uh it just wasn't executed to the highest standard um you know they put so much focus on trying to get in the end of the pool they didn't even try to go to the other side the other they pool. did yeah they did yeah in the beginning uh, it was like the first half was on that on the left side and the second half was on the right side um but you know it was whatever yeah um uh, not the greatest but Orange Cassidy did end up getting the victory, and uh, Chris Jericho tried to make the best of it by posting on his Twitter and Instagram a picture of him floating in the tank and said, all right, Photoshop challenge, go. And a lot of people started doing their magic, and I saw some pretty funny ones. Oh, you got to show me. I'll have to pull that up later. Uh, That took us into the main event, John Moxley versus a fan. (laughs) Yeah, did you show me the thing where from the other angle someone? I don't know if I sent it to you. So I've but seen I it. have. I've seen it as well. Because <sighs> at first we were like, "Oh man, this little kid running to meet his hero." Uh, no, this is a full-grown adult. It's like, come charging. on, man. This is not that much. Like, there's not too many people in the crowd. And you gotta be that fucking person. You gotta be that guy. God damn it! And what's crazy is how fast security reacted to that. Oh yeah. I mean, they were instantly on him. And Moxley walked up to him. Like, what's he going to do? <laughs> I'm going to kick your ass, but no, we got to socially distance. He smiled, and then he walked away. Yeah. So, um, and there was actually a, uh, a post-match interview with Moxley where he talked, where he was asked about that, and he was like, man, the security guard was, like, on his ass. Like, that, yeah. he is my boy. Give him a raise. <laughs> Pretty much. But uh, he was like, yeah, you know, just, there's just that one ass, cl- ass clown or whatever is trying to you know, do something and, you know, but the security guard was on him instantly. Hell yeah. So, uh, good on the, good on the security guard. So it was John Moxley versus MJF for the AEW championship. And this was a, this was a pretty good match. I remember it being like fun and like, yeah, uh, back and forth at times. Yeah. And there were a couple of times where, you know, Moxley went to go hit the paradigm shift and he had to, he had to stop himself and you could see him get, agitated by it. Do you ever like almost say dirty deeds? Yes, I almost did just then. Um, So, and I'll also almost say Dean Ambrose a few times. Yeah. 
So, I'm past saying Dean Ambrose, but still, I always try to it's say... It's just been built in. You know, it goes back to, to what I was saying. Like, you've known this person yeah. as this person for so long, it's just, it's hard to, to change Now, I, I do want to say Dirty Deeds, though. Yeah. Well, it's like, uh, it's also like when your friends get married and they change their names. Your female friends have changed their names. Well, some guys change their last names as well. It's just like, you've known them by this name for so long, it's like, I can't call you that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Daryl Bahannon. <laughs> can't can't call you in. Can't call you Hebert. Can't do that. Daryl Bahannon Hebert. Yes. So, uh, nah, I could. It's fine. Dab. Because it's, you know, it's going to last. It's good. <laughs> I got, I have a kid. You're a dad. I'm a dad. You are a dad. Oh my gosh, I am a dad. So, papa. See? I'm I'm happy being a dad. It's just I don't like the tent- tent- tantrum. Oh, I have temper tantrums. Tan- t- yeah, temper tantrums. The terrible twos. <sighs> We're selling into the the terrible threes too. <laughs> You'll get there. And then, pass that shit. And then you can uh, then you can coach me through it when it when it happens because one day, mm-hmm. one day I'll have to experience that. So uh, John Moxley versus MJF, a really good match. Some color. MJF bled yeah. quite a bit. He bled. <laughs> he did. He bled, and then he stopped, and then he had to bleed again. Yeah, it got busted open again. It's like I don't know if it was like a second cut or if it like healed, and then Moxley like reagitated it, <laughs> and he started bleeding again. But man, that was uh, that was he, pretty he gnarly bled. to watch. Did yes, the he first did. time he did because he did like the monkey flip. They did the monkey flip don't into the me. into the post. Yeah, and so you know he was bleeding quite a bit. And then as the match went on, you know, the, it clotted, and so yeah. some of the blood went away. He still had some, like, under his eye, which looked pretty sick. Yeah. It reminded me of, like, Dragon Ball uh, GT, where, like, they had the red under their eyes and all yeah. that. Yeah. Like, that's pretty badass. Um, but then, you know, it got re-agitated, and so he started bleeding again. Huh. But uh, the match ended with uh, Wardlow getting up on the, uh, the apron. Actually, you know, this match was better than I thought it would be. Yeah. Just because MJF I was is hoping not the, they would put on a good match. Yeah. MJF is not the best wrestler. Yeah. He has his moments. He's very basic. Yes. But he's amazing at promos. I've seen a lot of people compare him to The Miz as far as in-ring style. On, on the microphone, I think MJF is top notch. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, but similar to the Miz, where he wrestles safe, he he'll go out there and put on a good match. It's not going to be like a five star match or anything, uh, but no. he'll go out there and put on an entertaining match and and do what job needs to be done. So, uh, and I feel that's a fair assessment. Yeah, you know, MJF might be just a, a slight step above. Um, because he's willing to, well, also WWE doesn't want them to blade anymore, so, <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever. But once uh, you get busted open the hard way, no, just joking, yeah. just joking. They do, no. Uh, but this match, yeah, like you said, it was, it ex- it exceeded my expectations, and uh, it was a good match. It wasn't bad, not any bad miscommunication or anything, <laughs> and um, you know they told a solid story, you know. MJF was working the arm, and then uh, Moxley was wanting to do the paradigm shift, couldn't, and then Wardlow tossed the the diamond ring into the ring yeah. as he distracted the referee. MJF couldn't catch it. It fell on the floor. He finally went to pick it up, looked, made eye contact with Moxley. 
Moxley realized, oh, the ref's back is still turned. He's not going to see this. Puts him in the paradigm shift. Boom. One, two, three. Yeah. Uh, John Moxley retains. Yeah. So the pay-per-view itself is like four hours. It was a long one. Longer than I thought it would be. It was a long night. But, um, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, I have to rewatch it again, for sure. Yeah. I th- Yeah, some of the matches I, I need to go back and rewatch and see if my opinion would change or, you know, what I actually thought of the FTR match. Um, but all in all, it wasn't their strongest pay-per-view. But like I said, the energy kind of got sucked out of the room after the Matt Hardy incident. Oh, yeah, yeah. For uh, sure. Like it was, it was low after the Matt Seidel botch and yeah. the near, you know, decapitation of uh, Darby Allen. Oh God! With everything yeah. that went on. Uh, so like that. Well, also, uh, sorry. Go ahead. I'll I was just this. gonna say all of that. Like my heart was pounding as it was, and then we go straight into the. Matt Hardy match. It was like, good God. I also think, I think it was the uh, Hikaru Shida versus um, Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa. Was there one that someone got thrown out of the ring? I think it was that match, and they got thrown out right by the steps. We think they hit yeah. their heads, but they didn't. It was close. Was yeah. it that match? I think so. I'm like, yeah. what is it with people throwing people by the goddamn steps? Come on now. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, uh, Sheeta did that double knee onto Thunder Rosa, and her head missed the that yeah. step by about you know four inches. God damn! So, a lot of potential for injuries on that. Oh yeah, for, so, sure. for sure. Certainly not a safe one. Um, I don't really want to talk too much about Raw because you want to talk about how shitty it is. It's pretty shitty. Want to bury it? It's it's wanna, getting pretty let me bad. Stop a mud hole. Um. The Thunderdome effect has worn off with, oh, yeah, for with sure. viewers. Viewers has viewership has gone back down uh. because of you know, it's like okay, the allure is gone. Like I wanna be in the crowd. Yeah. And oh, just to do like, a sign show up? me and just my mouth will be open the whole time. Like Festus. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be hilarious. <laughs> you imagine just like standing there, like yeah, open mouth, deadpan eyes, and then every time the bell rings, you just <laughs> and you just go on a tangent until the bell the rings again, that, and then you just die down. The guy's like, "Watch this motherfucker! <laughs> this guy's going doing? nuts!" Yeah, but they change the people so frequently, then you can't yeah. really you can't I'm you can't here. tell where I'm you are. Yeah. yeah, there's a dude over there jerking off. I don't know. <laughs> so the main stories on this raw were. Right. Um, you know, a week or two ago, a couple weeks back, Orton delivered three kicks to McIntyre, uh, the punts, yep. which should have put him out of business. But um, McIntyre returned this week to deliver three Claymore kicks over the course of the show yeah. to Randy Orton. Uh, Cedric Alexander has turned and uh, joined the Hurt Business. He turned around. Yes. Turn around. Which it was rumored that was going to happen. And I'm glad that they did. Because, you know, we need a good stable for for WWE. So what um, the fuck is Ricochet going to do now? Do you really think that they care what's going to happen Barry. to Ricochet? Yep. Dude. He's going to be the main event of main event on the <laughs> WWE Network. Poor Ricochet. Yes. So, How do you like being in this uh, political business? Yeah, where Vince doesn't like you, he throws you away. He throws you away like some unwanted toy, like Keith Lee. You think that's what's going to happen to Keith Lee? <laughs> it's already happening, but 
You just don't see it. You got to pay your dues, son. You win, then you got to be shoved and buried in the ground. If you could get out of that fucking grave and be the man, you could be the top guy. I mean... Do ya? If... (laughs) Yeah? (laughs) I'm Cass. Yeah? No. Do ya? You think he's he's buried? He will be. Fuck. I did like that part where Orton... I don't know when... I saw a clip of Orton trying to RKO him. He couldn't. Yeah. I just feel like the way that they made that match between Orton and Keith Lee. It, it just fucking sucks. Like, you want bigger stars, but you don't want to fuck. Um, t- they don't want to do through. the work I'm for it. I'm not going to go through it again. We keep saying it. Yep. But Vince McMahon is just <clears throat> a fucking spoiled old man who thinks he knows what the fuck is going on. He doesn't and just buries his talent. And guess what? Your company is, I don't know if it'll ever be buried, but no one will ever be truly a top star. No. Because of you, you fucking brat. <laughs> Damn. God damn, I'm tired of the fucking old man. I'm tired of... You seem frustrated at Vince McMahon. I am. And then, I don't know if it's also some of the writers, too. I'm all frustrated with all those motherfuckers because... uh, I know I sound like an entitled fan, but I want something better out of WWE, man. Yeah. Raw and SmackDown. (laughs) Just be better. Get good. And I get mad and I think about the time with John Cena on that podcast. Yep. Well, these guys need to step up. Like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Cena. <laughs> fuck you. When you're being held down, you can't mm-hmm. rise. That's right. Fuck. Um, so the Street Profits defeated Andrade and Angel Garza after Angel Garza seemingly split from the group. <sighs> they should have done it earlier. Yeah. Fuck. Then we got to see Cesaro and Shinsuke appear to challenge the Street Profits to a match next week. Yeah. No title uh, defenses. Uh, Peyton Royce in generic music number 43 <laughs> going up against Billy Kay oh, in generic God. music 47. Yeah. Uh, Peyton Royce ends up getting the victory. You were expecting a heel turn, but they did hug it out after the match to kind of go their separate ways. Oh, good. Yeah. Surprising. Yes, very surprising. Uh, Asuka teamed up with Mickey James to defeat Natalia and Lana. Who cares? Yep. Uh, the newest member of the v, uh, the Hurt Business, Cedric Alexander, came out with MVP the and Eternal company. Ricochet beat him up? Well, he did that during their match earlier in the night. Oh. Um, the VIP lounge was interrupted by Apollo, Ricochet, and the Viking Raiders, which then left to turned into another match. So, like, this is the second match a lot of these guys are having in the night. Um, so now it's a four-on-four. During this match, Ivar does, does the suicide dive through the middle rope, suffered an injury. Um, so Eric's by himself. Well, they yeah, pretty much, uh, for a couple of weeks at least. Um, they said whenever he fell, he immediately signaled to the referee, put up the X, I'm hurt. Uh, and they went straight to the finish from that. Didn't communicate it to Ricochet because he counted. He kicked out at two, uh, but the ref said, "Ring the bell." Well, like you it, can go back and watch. It. It's not like two and a half. It's like one, two, kick out, yeah, three, ring the bell. Happens, you know, shit happens. Yeah, and so yeah. like even Michael Cole was like, "No, he didn't. He kicked out." Well, I guess they said he he was down. Yeah, miscommunication. Yeah. Uh, Randy Orton defeats Keith Lee via disqualification after Drew McIntyre Claymore kicked Orton for a second time. Um, they did three segments of Raw Underground, which still I don't understand why. Because unless, we're going to shove it down your goddamn throat and you're going to fucking like it. Or you can just tune out and make the ratings go down even further. Yep. 
Um, but it was Shane McMahon, though. Yeah. All right, all right, he's not enough. He's not enough. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. <laughs> hey, what's going on here? Hey. <laughs> hey. Uh, Alistair Black versus Kevin Owens. They had three segments of this where they would have like two, like 90 seconds of Raw Underground. And then Shane's like, we'll be back for more Raw Underground. It's like, why don't you show the fight? Yeah. Kevin Owens got the best of. Yeah. Uh, Alistair. Alistair. But you can't have a clear win because you got to have a match over pay-per-view, whatever. Uh, what's his name? Daba Kato? Baba Dupongi. Sure. I'm just going to make up, a new name up he, for him. He's that up, big dude. Yes. He ended up attacking both Aleister Black and Kevin Owens. So if that's their main goal is to introduce a new star, fine. But other than that, Raw Underground has no place. It has no purpose. There is no point to this. Well, they can discontinue Raw Underground and do SmackDown Underground. Sure. Let's do a third hour of SmackDown and have it be nothing but SmackDown Underground. And Teddy Long is the guy who's running the... Well, now, hold up a minute, players. All tag team matches. <laughs> or one-on-ones with The Undertaker. Or God. Randy Orton. God. So... Yeah. Raw sucked. Raw did suck. Riot Squad defeated Shayna Baszler. Yuck. Nia Jax went up against the Riot Wait, what, Squad. What? Yes. It was a two-on-one handicap match. Yeah. Riot, Riot Squad defeats Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler should defeat the Riot Squad. And then the Riot Squad faced Nia Jax two-on-one. And this match ends in a no contest because the lights started flickering. The lights go out and Retribution appears on the Titantron, cutting the most generic, you know, promo you cast us aside and now we're here to collect or whatever. we're actually gonna be worse than nexus yes and this is not as cool this and is we're gonna beat your ass and terrible i'm gonna kill fans it's gonna be bad and dogs orton got kicked for a third time backstage and then we had a street fight featuring dominic and the mysterio family versus murphy so it essentially turned into a four-on-one handicap match because uh, all four up. members of the Mysterio family had a kendo stick, and oh, they yeah. all used them. Oh, give a fuck, fuck. Yeah. So Raw was... I know Mysterio wants the best for his son, Yeah, but I just don't care. Like, Raw is so uninteresting to me right now. I just don't care about watching it. And... SmackDown happens the day after we record our podcast, so there's no point in talking about that. So it's like AEW and NXT are the main shows that we we focus on. Yeah. But I didn't even watch NXT this week. I actually, in all honesty, I completely forgot that NXT was on Tuesday this week. Oh, yeah. Like, like they did the Super Tuesday. They even promoted it on Raw, and I completely forgot. <laughs> I played Fall Guys instead. <laughs> so, you know, and I had a lot of fun doing that. So going over into NXT, Next. Uh, we'll just yes, we'll just run down the the matches because I didn't see any of it. I haven't gone back and watched any of it. I will say this: I know you're going down the matches. I called. I was like, I feel like Balor's going to take the belt. Yeah, and Balor did. And I know afterwards they showed a backstage video that a too sweet. Uh, yeah, too sweet. I mean, it's like you're a better man and all that stuff. It's good. And you're a winner. I felt like him coming back NXT. He's going to get the belt eventually. Yeah, he came back, Balor. Came back at a weird time. He did. And he got placed in there, and I was like, this doesn't seem right, and now mm-hmm. this is a, a good time. I don't know how long he'll have the belt for or who he's going to drop it to, but you know what? I was so iffy on Balor. I'm still iffy on Balor in NXT yeah. now, but. Now we'll we see. might have a chance to get that Walter match. Yeah. 
champion versus versus champion. Yeah. So clash of champions, right? All goes well for Balor. One can only hope. I wonder if there's certain people on Raw and SmackDown's like, dude, if I can just get back in NXT. Probably Kevin Owens is one uh, of them. Oh, God. Ricochet. Yeah. Because you don't want to leave WWE because you like the money and Mm -hmm. you like sometimes how WWE treats you. The, the, the treatment on certain things. I don't know how it is in this pandemic right now, but um, well, let's go ahead and talk about how WWE's treating their talent. Well, let's, no, 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 that's not what I meant. No, well, well, yeah. when they okay before the pandemic, when they mm-hmm. would go and do like they would talk to kids and stuff. They yeah, would go do these programs. And yeah, stuff, be a star, be a star, and all that stuff. Or they're they're touring the city mm-hmm. and wherever they're going, mm-hmm. stuff like that. They're they're talking from other people. That's cool. I'm, they're not doing that now. They because probably pandemic. don't miss that because they had to wake up at like Too 5 a.m. and I guess everyone's like flying out to where they live or people are just living in Orlando right now. More than likely. Yeah. Get a hotel. Yeah. They're still in that hotel? They rented out. I have the- no idea. Oh. But yeah, let's talk about how WWE are tra- treating oh, their, their talent right now. Okay. Yeah. So here we go. For those not familiar who haven't heard this, uh, a lot of WWE superstars have been on third party sites like Twitch. YouTube, Cameo, Cameo, where you can, you know, pay them and they'll also, give you a shout out. Some people or are selling some shirts on yeah. Pro Wrestling Tees. Yeah, a couple different websites. Yeah. Uh, some of them have Twitch streams, some of them have YouTube channels, yeah. whatever. WWE came out last week and were like, hey, y'all can't do that anymore. If you, you, you have until Friday, October 2nd to shut it all down or you face fines, suspensions, or termination. So, how's that work for up, up, down, down? Well, there's they came out and released a second statement about that. So basically, if you have a cameo and like for example, Alexa Bliss is on there. If you're listed as the Alexa Bliss, you have to take it down. If you're Charlotte Flair, you have to take it down. Okay. If you're whoever, you have Can to take you do it down. Can you your real name? Yes. So that's what they're wanting. But WWE like they've released like two statements since this initial statement. The first one was like doubling down. It's like no, we pay we pay our talent at the highest compensation level, so there's no need for them to go out to other ventures to get money. And the first thing that popped in my head was you ask John Moxley, Dean Ambrose, how highly he was compensated on his last match with WWE, which by the way was four hundred dollars. Yeah, like this fuck is a top tier talent, and you're paying him four hundred bucks for his final match. Like fuck you. Mm-hmm. So and then also there's certain things that certain people do. It's not just for money. They have fun like up, yes. up, down, down. They like the gaming channels. They like yes. Twitch. They like doing that shit. Yes. Because it's an outlet. Yes. It's something other than wrestling. Yes. But if you're using your character name, which WWE owns, and in the second statement on top of the, well, we, you know, we compensate our wrestlers to the highest capability. They also said, we also own the rights to your name. Not just your character name, your name. What? Yeah, and that's what like pissed off a lot of people. Because I know Xavier uses his real name, Austin Creed. Right. So there was a lot of backlash, a lot of unhappiness for that. So WWE basically came out with another statement saying, "Ah, oh, well, you know, you can you can use your your real name if you want. Just make sure you don't say WWE Superstar insert character name," which is stupid you know because all these people you know like Big E has been on cameo oh, yeah. for like almost a year mm-hmm. and he's still featured 
top. like on the top page, you know, like, Hey, this is one of our big names. Cause he responds so quickly. Yeah. Like his response time is like two hours. Wow. So when he gets one, he's like, boom, got it. And he'll go on for three or four minutes replying to your, to your cameo. So, you know, it's kind of like messed up. Cause like we're in the middle of a pandemic. They should be able to get money or have fun or do whatever they need to, you know, it's like a second job, but it's WWE throwing their weight around going, well, they're signed to us. And yet whenever it's not in your favor, it's, well, they're independent contractors. They can do whatever they want. You know, you can't have it both ways. And that's what they want. They want it both ways. So, but anything goes with the, the big man child, Vince McMahon. Yeah. So it's, it's stupid. I mean, like, they're coming out saying don't have third party stuff. Like supposedly, well, I'm gonna have a second party stuff. Supposedly, what like what you know tipped it over the edge was there were two things. AJ Styles on his streaming channel, his gaming channel, he admitted that he had COVID. Oh really? Yeah, and apparently that was they were not they were not supposed to say they were not supposed to confirm if they had had it, but he did. Like, someone asked him, like, hey, what are your thoughts on the whole pandemic? Didn't you, do you know any people who got it? He was like, well, yeah, I had it. Um, so that's apparently a big no-no. And the other thing was that Lana, on her Instagram, was promoting the Bang Energy Drink. And it's like, well, you're making money, you know, the yeah. sponsorship. Thing is... You didn't go through WWE. You didn't go through WWE, but on your Instagram page, you're not using WWE Lana. You're using your real name, CJ Perry. So you should be able to, you know, if you can make that money, do it. You and know, she's on Miro's Twitch being half naked. Yeah, <laughs> but like, but that's where the that's where the issues are coming from for WWE. It's like, well, these are sponsors that aren't working with us, so why should you be working with them? We're jealous, pretty much. <laughs> like, you shouldn't be making that money. We should be making that money, and we'll give some to you. Like, goddamn, dude, they're not getting that <clears throat> much money compared to what you're. <clears throat> WWE like, is like, like fuck you. They are at their most profitable right now. Like during right, a at fucking this point. pandemic. Mm-hmm. Like what the fuck? Actually, for the next like three or four years, they're going to be incredibly profitable. The rich gets richer, huh? Mm-hmm. So it's pretty sad. But uh, go over to NXT. Rhea Ripley defeats Mercedes Martinez in a steel cage match. Supposedly, Mercedes <sighs> Martinez is going to be on her way up to the main roster. Rumor. Not, not I hope it's false because they, they would say, oh, she could be in Retribution. No! Don't be part of that shit. Don't be part of that shit. It's a, it's, it's a well, sinking That's one of the thing. rumored names. Oh, hey, are you ready to go to Raw? Oh, dude, I don't want to go to Raw. Please, <laughs> oh, I got please. a stomachache and wearing the wrong kind of shoes, so I'm just going to say no. <laughs> um, Roderick Strong defeats Killian Dane. Bronson Reed defeats Austin Theory. Velveteen Dream defeats Ashanti the Adonis. Ashante. Sure. And then uh, for the NXT Championship, Finn Balor defeats Adam Cole. Did you hear if that was a good match? I did not hear if that was a good match. It should be. Yeah. Um, Going over to AEW Dynamite, which uh, this week had their uh, first time having over a million viewers since uh, 2019, uh, which is pretty good. Cool. So uh, good good for them. Apparently, I think... uh, NXT's ratings were up as well. So there's more talk about having NXT moved to Tuesday night because rather than splitting the viewers on Wednesday night, you can have 
more viewers on a Tuesday night, more viewers on a Wednesday night. Doy, that's what they should have fucking done. Yes. Well, the Boy, plan yeah. the plan was to take viewers away from AEW so that they wouldn't be successful. But then TNT was so thrilled that they were like, oh, we'll give you a two or three year contract extension. And WWE is basically like, well, that didn't work. <laughs> no. Yeah, you shouldn't even fucked with them. Yeah. Come well, on now. I mean, it's competition. Yeah. You know. Competition. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Makes, it brings out the best in people. Or show yeah, it shows their true colors. Yeah. So, uh, but moving over to, to Dynamite, I did chuckle. At the opening segment, which had Jericho and MJF, you know, oh, oh yeah, I'm so sorry you lost your match. You should have you know, won. You should ha- you should have the belt. You know, I I I'm fully supporting you. And then they both walk off, and they're both what a loser. <laughs> so that they was, don't have interactions that often, but no. when they do, it's good. Yes. So um, the next the opening contest saw Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy defeat the Lucha Bros. Pretty good match. Uh, Jungle Boy won with the roll up, defying all the odds. As Jr. said, was uh, Eddie out there? Uh, he was, and he was shocked. And the Lucha Bros kind of like shoved each other, and Kingston got in there. I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Stop! You know, stop the fighting! You know, you guys are brothers. I love you guys. You know, make up, shake hands, shake hands, shake hands." Um, I heard Penta didn't. He didn't, and so he was like, "No, nah, man, come on! Like, you guys are brothers. I love you guys, and you know." Um, so they eventually did. And he was like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, we need to be unified. Like, we we need to be running this place. I hope they can do good. Because I, I want all those guys to, to succeed. Hell, I really want Eddie to be a top guy. I yeah. really do. We'll see if he can make it happen. Hopefully. But after that, Matt Hardy came out, made his announcement that he will be making a full recovery. He will be returning to the ring. He'll step away to heal. Yes, he's going to take some time off to heal. He apologized to his family. Reba was there. Uh, she looked like she was agitated. She was pissed. She didn't want to be on TV. No. Um, I thought it was good because it was from the heart. This yeah. was not a scripted oh, yeah. promo. Yeah. This was a full-on, I'm going out there with a live mic and just well, saying what I have to say. really scripted. Yeah, and that's kind of what I love about it. Like They come out and they're cutting promos, and I'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, but Matt Hardy came out very heartfelt. Thank you so much for your support. Oh my God, there's fans here. It's so good to see you guys. You know, everyone watching at home, sending me support. It's been amazing. You know, I want to apologize to my fans for scaring y'all. I want to apologize to my family for scaring y'all. Um, you know, thank you again for the support. And you know, I'm gonna gonna recover. I'm gonna return to the ring, and I think it's time for me to start fighting for the belt. Yeah. So it's like cool. Yeah. And he wasn't interrupted. He wasn't cut short. No. He went out there, was able to talk, and that's good. And he cut a promo. It was good. It was, it was a. It wasn't a promo. It was a speech. Yeah. So it's good. Uh, next up, we got to see Orange Cassidy defeat Angelico. Pretty good. How was that? It was all right. Um, they are focusing on Hen- Angelico's fighting style, which is more of a submission tactic yeah uh, i watched dark this this past week as well and he had a match on there and he was just throwing out submission after submission after submission because that's that's another tag team that hasn't like they're there but yeah. they haven't been doing too much with them yeah like the hybrid two and mm-hmm. like both those guys so in time perhaps. in time slow burn you know it's it's like i said it's a it's a chess well match. they also you gotta spent, move the pieces in different yeah i mean you have to look at aew's tag team division is like 
Super stacked. Super stacked. <laughs> There's no room. Yeah. And so it's like, unfortunately, someone has to be at the bottom that's of the totem pole. No matter how talented they are, there's someone that well, we has know to be at the, the bottom. The bottom, bottom one. We already know who that is. Chris Jericho and Jake no. Hager. That's Peter Avalon and uh, <laughs> yes. Brandon Cutler. Yes. They're who are, the who are like bottom. 0 and 32 yeah. or something. So, yeah. Will they ever get a win? We Maybe. don't know. We'll tease you. Yeah. They'll probably have a match, and it's going to be like, if we lose, then we have to break up as a tag team, and they'll finally win. So, like, their their mission will be to break up. Yeah. But then they can't, because, like, then they'll start winning. It's like, damn it. But, um, but yeah, so uh, it was pretty good. And then Kip Sabian came out. and uh, See, I, I missed the first part of this. Yeah. Well, I missed it all, and I went, went back to watch it, but they didn't show the first part on the videos. Yeah. Well, he's promised to have a, a dynamite wedding with Penelope Ford, and he was out there to announce who the best man is. <laughs> I typed up best friend, but the best man. And so they had a couple people come out, and he's like, no, dude, it's not you. I'm like, I know the stupid. second person. Who's the first person? I don't know. Uh, Some big guy. Then that's the, uh, What's his name? Who's the second person? Came out. I keep forgetting his name. Oh, um, shit. Brian Pillman Jr. Yes. Thank you. Um, Good Lord. I'm glad I you don't remember know. that. I, I guess I haven't really watched him wrestle. I don't know if he's that great because they're not really doing I don't much. Even, I, don't, I don't even know if he's signed. It's like they're bringing so many people in. It's like, oh, <laughs> I forgot he was there. Yeah. But also they have people to like job on dark and yes. stuff and do all that stuff. And that's so. the thing. Like I watch dark in every single match. I'm like, I know exactly who's going to win this. Yeah. They gave Will Hobbs a win. That's good. I though. think he, they're going to sign him. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. Um, well, he took the pineapple Pete spot cause, uh, uh, Suge left. Mm-hmm. So, and he trademarked pineapple Pete too. Yeah. I don't know what good he's for fucking- him. I don't know what he's fucking doing because not too many people are hiring wrestling right now. No. In wrestling, but whatever. But, uh, so Kip Sabian announced who the best man is going to be. Shock to me. I wasn't expecting it. I'm really glad that they you, did you this. You messaged me. You go, oh, shit. I'm like, what? What happened? What oh, happened? yeah. <laughs> like, oh, shit. It's Miro. And uh, formerly Rusev, famous Twitch streamer. So, okay. So uh, there's people out there who has mixed reactions because they're excited, but they're like, oh, they're putting him with... Um, Kip. Kip and stuff, and it's like, what's going to happen and stuff, and it's like, like I said, this is a chess. Well, let's just find out. We got to find out together. Yeah, we'll find out together. Some people are like, oh man, he's going to be in the mid card status. I'm like, no, look, man, why are you, you looking at all this in different? Mm-hmm. There's so much. Just have so much negative. Yeah, just have fun with it. Oh that, great, another ex WWE guy. It's like, well, thing. where do you expect them to go? Yeah, like they're going to work for the WWE and then never wrestle again. Like, I think where this that attitude came from is from TNA because TNA was hiring a lot of people. Now yeah. I would, if they were hiring well, older people, I'm sure back in the day, you know, back in the days of like tri- tape trading and magazines, you know, covers, you know, people were upset that a WCW guy appeared in WWE or vice versa, you yeah. know, Oh, that's an ECW guy appearing on WCW. Like, because I even posted a picture or a few pictures on uh, on our podcast page. It was like, "Hey man, you know, don't be hating on P 
people going other places to work because I mean, look at all these former WWE or WCW guys like Chris Jericho and you know Eddie Guerrero, Rey yeah. Mysterio. And then I thought about, it, I was like, all these guys are ex ECW guys. Like they went from ECW to WCW to WWE. Yeah. And now some of them are. And you can confront ADW. the haters to be like, oh, whatever. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it is what it is. It's, it's not like, you know, we're trying to hire Kurt Angle to wrestle or yeah. stuff like that. You know, and like. You have, you have give guys. Give people a shot. You have guys who have been released from WWE who are still, have, have some good years ahead of them. Yeah. And you need to cash in on that. Oh, yeah. It's foolish not Rusev, to. Rusev, man. He's never been anywhere. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yep. He had a lot of potential in WWE. Did now people freak out and get pissed off when Impact hired this bunch of WWE people? Yes. Well, they did? I have no idea. Probably so. Did I watch Impact TNA? No. I didn't. I couldn't tell you. I just know that it was like the land of WWE re rejects. At times. Yeah. Like, when T TNA was good at you certain had, points. Like, I mean, you had Kurt Angle, Kevin Nash, Booker T, Christian. Look. It was cool to have Kurt Angle. Kurt yeah. Angle fought, fighting a new crop of guys. He was mm -hmm. just coming out of ECW. Uh, he was in a good, well, I think he was in a better state. Like, I, th I don't know if he was still on drugs or not. Uh, but he was doing good with Samoa Joe and AJ Styles and all those guys. Kevin Nash was been in and out of TNA. I didn't like it. Yeah. Booker T come in was neat um, at the time. <laughs> Sting was... Like one of the pillars. Well, Sting was of, never a WWE guy. Yeah, at that time, Sting so. was like a pillar of TNA. Um, There's other people that came in. Like some points, Rikishi came in. Sometimes mm -hmm. TNA. There was before he passed away. Test came in. Yeah. Um, I didn't care for Test. Had uh, Road Dog and and which I like. I've always liked uh, Hogan, Bischoff. No, they were all there as well. Hogan, I was pissed off when Hogan and Bischoff came yeah. in. Really fucking pissed off. Ric Flair was there. Well, we had some good moments with Ric Flair because of the Jay Lethal <laughs> thing. But, um, yeah. But you I, also had the post-retirement match, wrestling match, between with, with Ric Flair. So yeah. That uh, kind of soured it. It is what it is. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of some Jeff other Hardy. Jeff Matt Hardy. Jeff Hardy. Yeah, well, when they did the whole deletion, they they created this characters. Look, I'm making good points for certain things, and people are like, <laughs> oh, you shouldn't be probably making good points. But I, I'll tell you when stuff is shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, there's certain people I can't believe. When play. you think stuff is shitty. Yeah, when I think it's shitty. Like, even when Mr. Our word Anderson. word is not final. <laughs> when Mr. Anderson came in, <laughs> that was neat when he first fought, fought Biss, because that was a new crop of guys <laughs> fighting Anderson. <laughs> It was good, you know, and like I don't like Anderson now, but <laughs> um, but I don't know. I can see their point, but at the same time, you gotta get. You didn't people like shots. his work with uh, David Arquette. What's up? <laughs> I did, um, but no, like I gotta be patient with Matt Cardona, I guess. Uh, but hopefully yeah. Miro's good. Like. I'm in the mindset, I'm like, just, just let him go. Yeah. He can go. Let's hang see out what they're capable of yeah, doing. If you don't meet this, like, just go to Impact with Brian Myers. Yeah. Um, you can do a tag team thing. Um, shit. <laughs> I don't know. But anyways, so Miro, formerly known as Rusev, is now on AEW. He cut a really good promo. And this is what I like, because it wasn't a scripted promo. He messed up a couple of times. Oh, when yeah. He, when well, he was he's not talking. a good talker, though. Like, when he's, he's not like, the best. But he's not the best. You know. 
I mean, he may it may have been nerves because you saw him before he got in there. He took a big deep breath. You know, whew, I gotta you know, not used yeah. to. And that's another people Being gripe about. Oh, everyone who's leaving do the, does the brass ring and uh, the uh, the glass ceiling thing. It's like, but that's true. Yeah, maybe because enough people are talking about it, there's some clout to it. This you know? man has a glass ceiling. Yeah, <laughs> come on, and, yeah. and he dangles that carrot over your head, hoping that you'll reach up. Brass and, ring or his yeah. nuts? I don't know. He hangs up people. I don't know. They bowls. Grab my nuts. I don't know. Ha ha ha! Kiss my ass. Ha ha ha! But no, yeah, uh, it was a good speech. And afterwards, I guess while the show was going, he uh, did a video on his YouTube channel. Yeah. And it was from his heart. I watched it like two or three times. Yeah. And it was very good, you know. And he says he's really happy. And that's all you need. Yeah. Doesn't matter what we, the fans, he said he didn't mean to steal his gimmick from the blade because he has uh, (laughs) yellow blonde hair hair and and a beard like the blade. So that's funny. Whoops. Yep. Uh, so yeah, it was really good. After that, we got an interview with Hangman Adam Page, and man, he has taken this loss to heart. He wants to make amends and do whatever it takes. So to this is, get wasn't better. in the direction I thought he was going to go. I thought he was just going to turn on everyone because he was tired of people. But now he's just feeling sad. Did you happen to watch uh, Being the Elite? No. Okay. There was a segment where, like, Cutler is like filming someone backstage, and uh, or off stage, and page comes up and he's like hey man you got a second and he like he puts the camera down and they're talking but the camera's still rolling and he's like hey man look uh can you just can you just tell the guys like i'm sorry like i know i fucked up like i fucked up and you know i don't know if they want to talk to me or not but can you like can you tell them like you know it's it's bothering me and i want to make things right oh does this mean that he's gonna stop drinking maybe no <laughs> no or maybe it'll cause him to drink even more because he's going into I, I depression. I want him to drink. <laughs> but you're an enabler, sir. <laughs> well, I mean, I really like what I like. Drinking's you know? the problem, and you know, <laughs> he's realizing the cost of what it, what his actions Shit. have done. Shit. So, uh, so yeah, and uh, you know, and fast forward a little bit, they had a Kenny Omega interview where he's like, "I've just wasted the last year of my career in the tag team division." That's not who I am. I want to be a star. I want to be the main guy. I want to go for the singles titles. So it looks like he's going to be going back to singles competition here soon. Nice. And he's been teasing the cleaner. Return yep. of the cleaner. Mr. Clean right behind you. Mr. Clean. Uh, after that, we got to see Chris Jericho teaming up with Jake Hager to defeat Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss in a uh, no disqualification so match. They're, they're pushing a little more with uh, Joey Janela. Yeah. I guess I guess they're trying to make him a little more happy. Yeah. Put in, give him a little more air t- Excuse me. A little more air time. Yeah. If you're still unhappy, just wait till after this pandemic. Just gather those checks. That's right. You Take know. your cash. Don't be like, I'm not trying to take a shot. Don't be like Pineapple. Even though he didn't really have a contract, he was getting money. Mm-hmm. Don't leave in a fucking pandemic. <laughs> yeah. You know? Get the money while you can. Yeah. And um, so after the match, Chris Jericho and Jake Hager got the win. After the match, uh, Chris Jericho grabbed the mic and said, you know what? All this stuff with Orange Cassidy, that's in the past. Which means he's moving on. New, time for new good, feuds. Good, 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 good. So, and that's another thing that I like about this. It's like, okay, we had the we had the blow off. And rather than come out and continue the feud and time you know, go. Yeah, it's time to end it. Let's move it. Let's move on. So he said that he and Jake Hager are gonna focus on winning the tag team titles. So it's gonna give them something to do. Really? Yeah. Are they gonna fight 
trying to fight FTR two hills. They're well, they might not be champions by that time, but Jericho and Hager are gonna try and climb the ranks and get up oh, there. Oh, try to prove they can and by the mm-hmm. time you never know if they saw yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Plus it because gives, plus it gives Jericho something to do that's not in the main title. I think FTR is gonna go through Jurassic Express. Yeah. Because um, they had a they had their celebration next. Uh, There's probably some other tag teams they're gonna go through before they're gonna fight uh, a good. Friend. There was there was a line that FTR used that was hilarious to me. It was a it was a diss, but uh, you know they were out there celebrating. And they're like, oh man, I mean, you know, you look at you look at the stacked tag team division of AEW, and we're at the top. You know, like that's that's incredible. The fact that we're you know, we're recognized right now as the best tag team. You know, I mean, you look at the tag teams and any one of these guys could easily, like, he, they were, like, kind of putting them over. And then he's like, I mean, Kazarian and Daniels, I mean, you know, you guys, like, we've been fans of yours for a long time. We watched you when we were little. I mean, you know, you know, 20 years ago when you were in your prime, who knows who would have won this match? <laughs> and I was like, wow. Like, wow. Yeah, you know, they were doing, like, a really good job of, like, building everyone up and then it's kind of like they took they took their shot and it i mean it landed. that makes a good hill that could they walked you, out put you over and bury you yes. at the same time because they walked out and they had a cake they had some beer you know and all that and so they handed kaz and christopher daniels some beer and they were celebrating and all that and then they took that shot and you could see daniels was like oh okay you little shit you know um and then he's like uh then they took a jab they they looked out and were like man private party you guys are here. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you guys are here. It's like then you got Jungle Boy and uh, and Luchasaurus, you know, a, a caveman wannabe and a dumbass dinosaur. <laughs> dumbass dinosaur. <laughs> and so uh, so that caused Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy to get in the ring, and they're like, hey, 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 whoa, we're not here to fight. You know, we're here to celebrate. And Who said that? Who said dumbass dinosaur? Was that? Uh, I don't remember which one it was, but cat. Uh, which one's the bald I one? I don't. Know. I keep on forgetting their names. Who's who now? I don't know, dude. Just say their old names. Yes. <laughs> and uh, and so you know, it ended up le- leading into like a bit of a feud. So next week we're going to see Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy versus FTR. And if Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy get the win, then they could face them again They're for the titles. Win so they can get tag title shot. Yeah. I want them to like FTR, like put like Marco stunt through a table or something. <laughs> yeah. Poor Marco. Stunt. <laughs> That's what he's there for. <laughs> there to take the bumps. After that, Ricky Starks came out half face paint, like Darby Allen. And <laughs> so the part where he's like, I can't oh, go I, skateboarding I, with my friends. And then was that Taz or someone go or I don't know who said Excalibur was like oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only part that I wrote on this like on this note. He's like I love that part so much. He's like, "Man, I got thumbtacks in my feet and I can't go skateboarding with my friends." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Uh Nyla Rose went up against the newly signed Tay Conti. You know, and, uh, Nyla Rose got the win. Uh, I just they keep signing people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you don't even have your second show yet. And, like, you can't put everyone over. Like, when is it? When is this going to be too crowded? I think we're getting there. So, like, we'll have to see. I don't know, man. Shit. Who's going to be getting released? I'm just glad that they got Miro. I'm glad they got Eddie Kingston. Yes. So, new fresh matchups. Mm-hmm. Your eyes light up for that. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Um, the main event saw Brody Lee defeat Dustin Rhodes to retain the TNT Championship yep. in, a, in a pretty good match. 
So there you go. Uh, going over to hot topics, because I know the show is running late, so we'll run kind of through these real quick. Uh, Gerald Briscoe has been released by WWE after 36 years with the company. Aww. And he said he was okay with it. Well, so, time to retire, I guess. Well, he said he was called by Vince McMahon. He received a call from Vince and said, your services are no longer needed. Tired of shit. Pretty much. Go by. Um... Alexa Bliss has been announced as hosting a new podcast called Uncool with Alexa Bliss. Uncool with and they've already apparently WWE's Alexa Bliss controlled by Vince McMahon. That's right. As long as it's under their umbrella. Um, and reportedly they've already recorded several episodes and they're just going to release them. You can only one have WWE time. guests. Yes. That's all. Uh, speaking of hosting, John Cena has been announced as the co-host of TBS's revival of Wipeout. So I thought it was already out. back. Wipeout no, that's already... Cannonball, and that's hosted by The Miz. Uh, no, there was Wipeout a few years ago, right? There was, uh, yes, a few years ago, gotcha. but then it stopped. Uh, and then in other news, another competition show called Go Big Show, not Go Big Show, as in WWE Big Superstar. Uh, Cody Rhodes will be a judge on that show with Snoop Dogg and various others. Snoop Dogg and Dogg. Wow, wow, wow. Yippee-yo, yippee um, In sad news, unfortunately, to, to close out the show, um, uh, TNA original puppet the Psycho Dwarf has passed, as well as Barry Scott, who was TNA's voiceover guy. Oh, I mean, it's sad. I don't even know who Puppet is, and that's yeah. still sad, you know, but that, that voice was iconic. The voiceover, yeah. Yeah. So. I didn't even know his name. TNA Impact. Oh, they have to find someone else. Yeah. Damn. So, sad news, but, you know, that's how, uh, that's life, as Frank yeah. Sinatra once said. Yep. But uh, that's going to do it for us this week. Have you, do you have Amazon Prime? Or nope. do you have Amazon where you watch the TV shows and all that? Nope. Okay. I was going to talk about The Boys, but you got to watch that show. I've uh, watched moments on YouTube. <sighs> That show was awesome. You would love this show. Anyways, season two released the first three episodes. Fourth episode releases tomorrow. Get excited for it. Anyways, so that's going to do it for this week. Make sure to check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. We are on WNS Podcast on Facebook, uh, WNS Video on YouTube, on Apple Podcast by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pie, Player.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music and uh, Spotify. Did I say Spotify? Say it again. Spotify. You can also follow <laughs> us on Twitter. <laughs> say it again. At Dominus Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, Dominus underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler Tyler underscore A Bear. You can follow him on Instagram. At say Amazon A-Bear. Music. iHeartRadio. I don't fuck. I don't know. A Bear underscore mode. You can yeah. follow me on Instagram at Dominus underscore Daniel. You can also follow me on TikTok at Daniel Heron. So there you go. See you all next week.